0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Find your new ride at Kia Macomb's all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why Macomb loves Kia Macomb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price.
1: Reminding you why we all love living in Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1.
0: Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I really enjoyed that conversation with Kevin Bishop. Uh, the work that the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services is doing across the state is really important. I, I love that they are, uh, are partnering with Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And the bottom line is that if you know someone who has a disability, maybe you have a disability. Um, that, you know, tap into the Mississippi Department of, of Rehabilitation Services. They have so many programs that can. Help you! I love the fact that that they'll ac- help you with accommodations to go to school. They'll pay, help you with tuition. They'll help you with living expenses. Man, they are all in to try to help anyone with a disability achieve success in their lives. And then on top of that, you got businesses that are seeking uh, help who are looking for more loyal employees because you know since COVID, we all know that everyone's had a little bit of uh, challenges with employees coming and going. You know that if you can get a, a person with a disability to help them to play a role helping them realize their potential in life they're going to be a really loyal employee and uh, it's it's just it's kind of magic the way that all comes together and as a former chairman for goodwill industries of south mississippi having been on the board as I mentioned for 10 years back when I was at the sun herald i saw firsthand what what it, what a difference you can make when you're really focused on helping people with disabilities get what they want out of life it's just amazing so i really enjoyed that conversation so now let's shift gears we're going to move over to to my friend Hunter Dawkins, and uh, you know Hunter is the um, the publisher and owner of the Gazebo Gazette here in coastal Mississippi he's also, as I often say, a major con- contributor to Super Talk Mississippi News. He's also a color analyst for Guport High Games for Super Talk. Again, he's kind of like Jack, like uh, my buddy uh, Kyle Curley. He's a Jack of all trades, but it's good to, good to see you, my friend. How you doing, Hunter? Ricky,
1: thank you very much, and I appreciate you reaching out about that Mississippi De- uh, Development or Mississippi De- Disability uh, Services. They do a great job, as you know. That I'd been through an accident almost 15, 16 years ago, uh, and it just totally recycles. Uh, well, actually, it's longer than that, but but it was. Uh, they they just certainly help. Provide services with what are needed, and I definitely used them a little bit after, you know, my uh, my near life incident a few years ago.
0: Well, listen, you were listen, you were on top of your game working in Washington D.C. and um, and as a result of your car wreck, you experienced a traumatic brain injury. And it was severe. And to watch you fight back from that, Hunter, and now own your own newspaper and do all the things that you do, there seems to be no stopping you. But you have a you got a new lease on life, didn't you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm very, very you know, love to express humility in all those different levels, and I thank uh, everybody that helped me get to where I'm at right now, Ricky, including yourself. And uh, and I certainly gratefully appreciate you recognizing that individual services uh, that provided these opportunities.
0: Hey, listen, we're we're fresh off of cruising the coast, and. What a phenomenal event, man! I call it the 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 uh, uh, king of events in Mississippi. I mean, I mean, it's one of the most unique unique events in the United States. I mean, USA Today continues to recognize as top. Not, yeah, you know, they say car event, but it's probably just one of the top events when you think about the way it showcases so many cities simultaneously. But Woody and and Rob and the team, they have done a phenomenal job of, uh, of just blowing it out of the out of the park once again.
1: Absolutely. You're 100% correct about that. Woody and Rob are both been great gentlemen to me when I've reached out to them. And they have pretty much secluded up north or up south, actually, in Pastor Shan, where Pastor Shan pretty much blocks off Thursday through Sunday. In the downtown area, because of their performances, the different events they have going on, as such.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's 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 just awesome, and they they get better and better and keep you know keep breaking records. What a great opportunity to showcase coastal Mississippi. How's your uh, Gupport High gig going? You enjoying it? It's going great.
1: You know, uh, definitely looking forward to them getting more involved in the district play, and uh, it, you know, myself and Harold Rose. The play by play caller uh we're definitely we're we're making a great transition we're working together very well and it's it's going great i'm happy to hear a lot of businesses and a lot of other individual people that are reaching out to me saying you know not only expressing their their like and just the ability to listen that's what's the most important in our industry ricky is that you know everybody's listening and just trying to see you know see if they can form their own models of opinions about what's going on
0: Well, in addition to covering the community and paying attention to college sports and paying attention to professional sports like the Saints and the Pelicans and doing color commentating and owning your own newspaper and – you're you're like five per people in one body. It's amazing. Um, I've been seeing some some really decent uh, social media recently on the Pelicans. For a matter of fact, you know, people still wondering if Zion can come back and you know play for the whole season, and you're wondering if he's going to get traded or want to leave or whatever. And he's you know he's recently said, I ain't going anywhere, man. Well, but, you know what you hearing?
1: According to Zion, that was released on ESPN to one of the good uh, commentators that I that I uh, when I'm at these press conferences of the Pelicans that I see and I've talked to every now and then, Andrew Lopez, as well as Christian Clark with the uh, the NOLA. and the Advocate. You know he Zion has expressed to them. This is going to be his best year ever. He's in the best shape that he's ever, you know, been in, as far as uh, development for basketball skills. And I think really, uh, you know, for us, it's just a wait and see. Show us what you got. And uh, if they do that, is just like last year, Ricky, before Christmas or right after Christmas, they were in first place because Zion and Ingram and everybody was healthy. They were making things happen. This is a team that is going in the right direction if everybody's okay.
0: Yeah, injuries, once again, not as severe as last year, but severe enough. I mean, listen, when you don't have super depth, I mean, let's let's be honest. The whole team revolves around Zion. So Zion Williamson is hurt. Um, you know, they they did a good job holding their own in some games, but then you had other key injuries on top of that. And this is a team that if they could stay healthy, they could play. Zion can play with anybody.
1: Sure, absolutely. He's undoubtedly. You know, Ricky, I've been lucky to see a lot of NBA players, Hall of Famers, some of the best of the best. I've had the opportunity to see Michael Jordan play when I was in college when he played for the Wizards, which wasn't exactly at his highest but I got the opportunity to see Kobe Bryant and uh, LeBron and all the rest of them. And Zion is in that category of players. If he is a hundred percent and that's real, you know, a lot of people say that, well, Hunter, you're jumping on board. You know, well, what's up with that? No, I've seen him personally in games in two or three games where he just throws up shots without even really thinking about it. And they go in every, every, Tom And every person that that has seen him at his best, including these guys that I've talked to you about that are on the media platform, they'll say absolutely Hunter is 100% correct. There's no way. If he is not 100%, he's one of the best in the game.
0: Yeah, that's going to be cool. Listen, uh, because uh, we had to pre-record today, it's actually the second time this has happened, but this will not normally be the scenario that we'd be playing a show with Hunter on a Monday that we had to record the week before, Uh, but because of live remotes and all this other stuff surrounding uh, cruising the coast, um, we just weren't in a position where we could have a show in midweek and then be looking back on the week. But uh, as it relates to the Saints, when you and I chatted the last time, we were we were we were having to sort of project what we thought the Green Bay game was going to be. And I think up until I, I think I think I think the Saints were playing pretty good up until Carr's injury, and um, and we should have come out of that with a win. We 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 would have been three and three. Three and one, uh, obviously counting the Tampa Bay game, which was a disaster. But see, I don't think the car was a hundred percent, and the the play calling was not. Was not uh, creative because of whatever his limitations might have been. Um, a lot of people writing the Saints off. You know, I, I, we're gonna we're gonna guess again if we think we're gonna win this weekend. We're gonna we're gonna project that again, and we we may be totally wrong about it. I said on the on the Green Bay game incidentally that she might break one. He did, and we were seeing some big plays, and our playmakers were going to the Saints were moving in the right direction, and then Carr got hurt, and it like. It like kind of let the air out. And then of course they go to Tampa Bay. It's one of the flattest games we've ever seen. You were actually in the in the Superdome. How was it in the Superdome?
1: As I told you before Ricky, it was great for the first quarter and a half and then the energy level just dropped below, you know, we're running a few of these play calls and not only that, but defensively, special teams all the way around the board. There was just questionable play the organization and the energy just dropped from here all the way and it could people couldn't really explain it you know you start hearing people talking one way or the other about different scenarios and I know these are fans, and a lot of these have no idea what it's like being in the coaching world, which I was in, but at the same aspect, trying to, the team, you could see they were trying to figure out what was going on and where they could make that connection.
0: We'll pick it up from right there when we get on to the side as we continue our conversation with Hunter Dawkins from the Gazebo Gazette. We'll see you after this break.
1: Now, back to more of the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews show. As I mentioned, we're having to pre-record this because of a lot of gyrations and when, when Hunter was going to be available. And I want to be able to talk about the Saints in a, in a more timely fashion because it happens to be a Monday show. We don't know how yesterday turned out. Here's, here's what I think. I think the team's going to play better. I do think Carr had some limitations in that game they didn't admit. You can watch Olave run his routes and he knew he wasn't going to get the ball on anything more than a short route. Um, and his heart wasn't in it. I mean, he didn't practice the whole week, man. So they they were installing, I'm assuming they were installing a game plan that would have fit for Jameis Winston. And then and then at the end of the week, they decided to play Carr. Um, there was a lot of, of variables in that game that just didn't play well for the Saints. The, they should have won the Green Bay game. They would have been 3-1. and one. I think they go to New England and play a better game. But what, what do you think?
1: Well, I think, Ricky, the most important thing for this organization is the next really three or four game schedules. They have teams that are not only maybe at their level or worse. And so that way you can see, okay, well, we're going to play this game. This is how we need to set up. You know, as you and I spoke about Ricky, they need to have a little bit more development of practice, not just a Saturday coming in and installing things. Especially with Kamara back, Kamara, even though he was back, he wasn't really utilized in the right scenario. He had twenty eight, I think it was. He had, he had like. 11 rushes or 15 rushes and 13 receptions, but they weren't for any basic yards.
0: Yeah, 13 receptions were only 33 yards. That's
1: exactly it. And the problem with that is you're not utilizing him in the right in where he's comfortable at. Make sure, you know, they they couldn't have had that much practice with him. You want to be able to instill that or install those practice practices portfolios and you know having your your main sheet, you know, of the different platforms you go through. Me being a former football coach, I can tell you that they strictly, and especially it's even more in the NFL, they go over those scenarios play by play by play. They watch video, film and all the rest. It just didn't seem like they did that this week.
0: I think what Jeff Duncan wrote, and we'll know this by the time this show airs, whether it played out or not, but Basically just said the team will not improve until Carr improves. And where is this great processing ability that he's got, the ability to change the play at the line of scrimmage based on what he's seeing? We're not seeing any of that right now.
1: Yeah, I certainly agree with you on that, but I also think that and what I was would tell Jeff too is you know, Derek kind of needs to be like in the Aaron Rodgers scenario right now. As you know, even though the Jets are not exactly at the top level they should be. Aaron is working with the team like Derek should be working with the team here and talking about this okay to Jameis. This is what we need to look for. This is what we need to do. This is putting the team play and the organization together. If everybody on the offensive unit is on the same page, then I think that's what is going to make it work for
0: Well, by the time years. this airs, we'll, we'll know if the calls for Pete Carmichael's head are getting louder yeah, or whether... Okay, they, they bought him another week.
1: Well, and it's unfortunate for Pete because I've had the opportunity to meet Pete and talk with him. Very knowledgeable guy. The problem is a little bit like last year. You're, you're shifting from one direction to the next, and you need to just get some stability put in the right place for this organization to be able to run offensive plays. The defense, though, and I will admit to you, Ricky, the defense wasn't exactly too sound last week. Now, the defense has obviously been the best. We have one of the best ones in the NFL, but there was a few misreads because of a few suspensions with Marcus May and you know injuries put out here with Paul Siddebo. There just isn't a whole lot of connection. We need to get one team on the right basis and move forward with that direction.
0: Maybe they're still just trying to find their personality. And uh, I know that we're all hoping, and by the time this airs, hopefully the Saints won yesterday.
1: It's what, and, I, it's what I almost asked Dennis that question last year. What's the identity of this team?
0: We need
1: to form an identity.
0: Yeah, we were hoping that Carr brought you know more of an air attack and took advantage of our of our star receivers, and hopefully that's still in the cards once his shoulder gets better. Um, how's life at the Gazebo Gazette these days?
1: It's going well, especially, you know, the last the last 13 weeks of the year, this being it, because, you know, I usually in the newspaper industry, we go by a fiscal year scenario, uh, at least from a weekly perspective, and uh, everybody's having big-time community events, just like as in cruising last week. Um, Everybody's, you know, having fundraisers for this, that, and the other. So it's helping out as far as the advertising industry. And there's lots of stories. You know, there's Christmas in the past around the corner. There's the Long Beach celebration. Everything is kind of picking up. And the budgets have closed. And so everybody's kind of got their, you know, mood swings done, I guess, a little bit from that scenario. But, uh, But everything is looking forward, at least to the fall.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's good, man. That's good. I hope you have a great last quarter of the year. That's that's where we used to make our monies when I was there even as well. Listen, uh, Hunter Godalk has been great to catch up with you, my friend.
1: Ricky, it's always great. And once again, I'm going to talk to you, too, about having that uh, disability services. That was a great, great thing. And that's something important for, for our whole community and the community of the Gulf Coast.
0: Right, 1-800-443-1000 if you want to know more about that. Hey, listen, thank you, uh, Hunter.
1: Take care, Rick.
0: Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow.